When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Agony Uncles. I'm Uncle Si. And I'm your Uncle Dave. And this is the podcast in which we, the Hairy Bikers, use all our experience and wisdom, which we gained after biking around the world four times to try and help you with your troubles. Now remember... If you want to get in touch with us, which would be really handy, because otherwise without you we've not got a show, it's really easy. So just email your problems to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Now helping us with your bag of bother this week, as always, is the voice of your problems, the man who talks misery, the thin white duke, Jeeves. <laughs> Hello, lovely to see you all. And uh, yes, I'm uh, the man who talks misery. Now that's a t-shirt for me, isn't it? Uh, we've yeah. got to thank uh, Tracy Faulkner, uh, amongst many people who got in touch this week, to talk about sausages. Uh, Tracy lives in France, um, Dave, and uh, she yeah. has done for 20 years. And she says, like you, she's never found a decent sausage. And so uh, your, your last week sausage woes about not being able to find a good one in France, it seems to be universal. Yeah. Ask Michel Roux Jr., but he'll pop up with a good banger. We'll get him on at some point. But this <laughs> week we have plenty of problems for you to get your teeth into. And as always, here with the advice from the South, because there's no worry in Surrey, of course, because they're all incredibly rich, it's Posh Tash! <laughs> morning, morning. Oh, I'm quite pleased that came out of the high. <clears throat> I'm actually desperate to cough. I'm a bit croaky. Are Sorry. You? Sorry was fun this weekend. Ha- <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so pleased for you. How how come is it? Do you you know every time you you always look fantastic on the podcasts and uh, oh. and the rest of us poor me immortals of sheer and utter poverty and uh, <laughs> look look you look lit today. Why Tash. thank you. Lit. I think it's because I'm actually in a conservatory, so the sun comes through the glass. So actually, oh, what I'm got really a... doing, I'm oh. I'm secretly cooking. I'm so, I'm so like roasting underneath the glass. You know what oh. they call conservatories <clears throat> in the north, Tash? Horrible. The garage. Uh, right, Uncle Dave, waggly a wingly jingly wongle. Bing bongy bing bong bong bong. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Cause I heard your advice is the best. In this week's bubbling pot of problems and pitfalls, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you're going to be ladling out the love for these wonderful listeners. We have Bread Bother. We have Homebird Help. We have a Teenage Tantrum. And in Confidential Corner, we have a Phone sex saga but we're going to start with some bread bother and uh, we'd like to thank everyone who's got in touch with the show this week so many of you Haley uh, has got in touch she emailed agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk to say dear Uncle Dave Uncle Si her royal poshness and the one and only TWD TWD I've even got an abbreviation your podcast is my little midweek treat says Haley while driving to the office on a Wednesday I love to cook. I left home quite young. I was 16. And since then, I've been learning from, watching, and making 
hairy bikers recipes i bake i cook family meals and i'm pretty darn good at a fancy dinner when the mood takes me but the one thing that's eluded my culinary skills is bread this year i challenged myself to start and last weekend i decided to make your bread rolls but no matter how long i need the dough for it just wasn't stretchy it broke apart when I tried to check its elasticity. After 30 minutes, I gave up and just carried on with the rest of the recipe. They actually came out okay for a first attempt. I was quite proud of myself, but I need tips on kneading. I have a KitchenAid with a dough hook, but I'd like to be able to do this by hand. Any help, please? Ask Haley. Over to you. Why? If you've got a dough hook, just... <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> just get the machine by. to do it get the machine to do it Haley. It, it's it'll take a lot less yeah and, you, and you'll not sweat into your door and all flowers aren't created equal so you know flowers are quite di like like when it says use an egg well it doesn't say what size an egg but you kind of have a bit of judgment some flowers are going to absorb more liquid than others so if your dough indeed is a bit dry even though you've, you've followed the, the fluid in the recipe don't be scared to put a bit more in because actually the wetter the dough, the better the bread. But obviously there's a point where you can't handle it. And it, you've got to, when you're kneading it, you stretch it. There's a stretching motion as well. You kind of pull it just like wringing out your grandpa's long johns. You stretch and pull, <laughs> stretch and pull. Yes. And use the heel of your hand. Is it a fold over? I always remember kneading bread. You fold it over, stick it with the heel of your hand. Yeah. Stretch it out, fold it over. Is that right? That's just the way I do it. But whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. There are many, many, many techniques. <clears throat> but as Dave says, the most important thing is the flour, um, because uh, yeah, they're not all made equal. So nice new flour as well, because yeah. uh, flour does go off. Um, um, so yes, and all you're all you're doing by kneading is getting the gluten going and the starches going, and that's it. But but a dough hook's really good to do that as well. Um, I use a dough hook. I don't buy bread anymore. I make my own because I know what I'm eating. And then um, I, I I I I very very rarely maybe to get some air bubbles into it. I'll um you know and get you know get that texture into it. I'll um I'll use my I'll use my hands in that sort of fashion. I'll have you know as well. And there's nothing wrong with a bread maker either. No, absolutely. You know, a, a good bread maker will, you just dump stuff in and bread comes out. Yeah, admittedly, it's a little cube shaped, but at least it's your own bread and you know what's gone in it. Yeah. Can you over knead your bread? I don't think so. No. Not that, I, not, not that I'm aware of. It depends on the texture that you want, but you can overprove it, i.e. Over, it, it, over, mm. you know, it overrises or it over, you know. Yeah, because right. you're not, you know, you're, you're just activating starches and gluten when you're kneading it, so I shouldn't. Yeah, and the gluten gives it bounce, because without that gluten, it's going to be like cake-like. And also, you need to use a strong bread flour. You know, if you use like a cake flour, just plain flour for bread, it would come out kind of quite cakey. And you wouldn't get that stretch. Uh, but what they call a strong flour is, is what you need, a strong bread flour. Um, but yeah, the proving thing. Some people, you like, like they'll actually prove the bread in the fridge. You know, it used to be the thing is put it by the hearth to brew, but put yeah. it in the fridge over 24 hours and let it, let it grow. As long as the yeast is active, really, really slowly, because you actually get a better flavour. Gives gives the flavour more time to kind of, to grow. Um, like a man in France, do you remember down in Cormayeur, he did the 48-hour baguette, because the baguette was just flour, water, air and salt, but it was proved for, for 48 hours. But his baguettes were wonderful, airy, and had this most incredible kind of sour taste. Not, not an unpleasant sour taste, just real taste. 
When I was a kid, my dad used to make bread every Saturday, but our airing cupboard was full of proving bowls. So he always said, nice, warm place, like you said, by the hearth. So our airing cupboard always had it in. So I thought that was the warmth. So when I do it here, because I obviously haven't got an airing cupboard, but I just put it so near a radiator if it's a cold day, just in the, in the room where there's a radiator on, so it's warmer. Is it not to do with the warmth then? A fridge is going to be cold. Why the airing cupboard? Well, it is to do with the warmth because it, it's about the temperature of the of the yeast and when the yeast becomes very active. And the, the ideal temperature for fast acting yeast is about 32 to 36 degrees. Oh, right. As Dave was saying before, the longer you, the longer it takes to rise and the longer it takes to prove, as you say, the better the flavour. So most sourdough cultures, which is the ones that you make yourself, mm. you, you know, yourselves, they take, you know, I've had proven, I've had stuff going for three days. Um, wow. But like literally in the fridge, some of the, the pizza dough that I've made is, is over three days and it's always in the fridge. So it's kind of like, it's just, it's, it's flavour and it's process and patience. So it's because you're not using fast acting yeast. And even if you are, you can still, as Dave says, you can still use it and stick it in the fridge. And there's one school of thought that some modern bread uses so much yeast to get the leavening really quick that it's kind of bad for you, you know? Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, there's one method, like it's like semi-sourdough called the Polish or Polish method, where you'll start off with a tiny bit of yeast, just like a, a, a little quarter of what you'd normally use, but then you use that as a starter, much like with sourdough bread. And that's the Polish or Polish method. When the Polish bakers came to Paris, they introduced this as a bit of a, a quickener, you know, to the bread de campagne, uh, you know, the country bread, the artisan bread that, that just had natural yeasts. And it's really quite a nice nice way to do it and the results are good and taste lovely oh yes well there you go Haley. lots and lots of advice there but uh, as uncle Sai said don't be afraid if you've got a dough hook and a kitchen aid don't be afraid to use that that's yeah use your love okay. hey food makes everything better your next problem is called home bird help and for this we'd like a male name one male name so i think we're going to head off to the sunny conservatory of the Sunny Conservatory of Giant Pants, and we're going to ask Posh Tash for a male name. Do you know what I'm going for? Because I have not ready for a male name. I thought I was going to be ready for female. Um, I'm, going, I'm going Nicholas, because you said big pants. Nicholas I'm going Nicholas. All so right, Nicholas. Well, let's go for Nicholas. Uh, this comes it's, a, Nicholas. it's a window into how her work, mind works, isn't it? I know. Every it's week we learn scary. a little Nicholas. bit more. <laughs> Morning, bikers. The lovely Tash and the Duke. I have a problem with being social, and I think you can help me. You see, I'm a bit of a home bird. I love my days off at home, playing video games, watching films with a lovely cup of tea, uh, and some biscuits. It's a perfect day off. However, I'm not a huge fan of going out for meals or seeing friends for a coffee as I find myself clock-watching, seeing my day disappear. As in my head, this is getting in the way of my lovely, cosy day to myself. Next thing I know, I'm in bed and it's back to work next day and it drives me bonkers. I hate that I can't seem to enjoy time with my partner, going for meals or hanging out with friends. I just find myself counting down to going home again. And I'm aware that this is annoying, so I don't take pride in behaving unconsciously like this. I'd, I'd love to see the time spent out and about with friends, as that's the day off well spent, and not like it's got in the way of my home relaxing time. So any advice, tips or new ways of thinking you might have will be very much appreciated. We adore your shows as they become a nightly routine that we watch an episode before bed, especially Go North. And we love the podcast. I listen to it in work. Helps me get through the day. Many thanks, says Nicholas. Over to you. Sounds like you're getting old, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, my initial thought was, I my in, literally instinctive thought, he likes watching the TV shows, your shows, brilliant. So why watch them before bed? Because that's when you're going to fall asleep. Watch them before you go out for dinner with your partner. And then you've got a wonderful conversation discussing how wonderful the programme was and all the details. You won't clock watch. And then you'll come home and fall asleep afterwards and have time on your own. Much better. Yeah, but the thing is, you watch the telly. And if it's in your, in your, you know, ingrained in you, you're all settled down with your feet up. You don't want to get up again and go out. <laughs> no. Well, once you settled. I'm with Nicholas on this one. Are you? Oh, but, 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 but social, but, but, you know, he's, how old is he? Does he say? He doesn't. Mm. No. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's nice to be a little bit social. Why don't you, Nicholas, just go, okay, this day off, I'm doing this. And then the next day off, I'm going to make a conscious effort. So the next week I have a day off, I'm going to make a conscious effort to go out with friends, socialise and be, uh, 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 you know, an engaged, actively social human being with all the social norms that go with that. And then the next time you can just go and play video games, eat what's it's and do what you want to <laughs> yourself. You know, it, it's it. Yeah, that's what I do. Week on, week off. Yeah, it's like an addiction. If, you, if, you, if you're addicted to chocolate and you want to give it up, you have to start breaking it down in small pieces and just have, I won't have as much today or only have it in the morning, let's say. Maybe he needs to just go, look, on one day of that week, like you say, Sai, I am not going to be on my own that day. And that's the day he's giving up to give to other people. And then he gives himself two days to be on his, himself. But everybody knows that. But he's got to, when he goes out and be is when he's with people, fully concentrate on them and know that there's no chance of him on his own that day. There's no rushing home to go on his own. He's with his partner. He's got to enjoy it. Yeah. Whether he likes it or not. But that's the thing. He's, yes, there stands the tale. He's got to enjoy it. Yes, you know? Yeah, I find that. I get, I get this list of summons for the, through the week. And I'm thinking, oh, no. You know, and it's like... Dave. Oh, no. I've got things on. You know, I've got my railway. I've got my oh, model God. aircraft. You know... I've got reasons to be cheerful. <laughs> I don't need all that. <laughs> By and large, I've stopped drinking as well. And that's knackered me social life because I don't yeah. enjoy it anymore. But then I think, Dave, you've got to dig deep. <laughs> and then when everybody else is drunk, it's boring. That is yeah. true. It's tricky, that one. I, when I sort of went with you, maybe it is. But there are lots of people that now go teetotal and have, have this moral high ground. We're not loving it, watching everyone be absolutely ridiculous because they've drunk too much and you're stone cold sober and thinking, actually, I'm going to feel great in the morning. I know what I'm saying. I'm going to remember everything I've said. You can feel a better person and enjoy it for that way, can't you? Well, no, but you see, I've, I've, when you get a good box set on as well, you see, I've just started watching that thing under the dome. You know, and I've looked and it's like 30 episodes. I'm only up to episode 13. It's that Stephen King one where the dome comes down on this village in America. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. So, but I know I've got another 20 nights in, which I'm very happy with. <laughs> yeah, we need to get back to the old days when you can only watch one episode a week rather yeah. than having to be able to binge 30 in one go and crave to go home and watch it. Yeah, I like a binge watcher. I, I, I've started watching Slow Horses. Uh, with Gary Oldman and all that lot. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Diplomat's good as well. New <gasps> one. Great, oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah you see. See, you need social... We're all, you're all coming around my way of thinking. <laughs> Who needs all these social bollocks when you've got telly? You know? And then an episode of The Bikers to make you hungry. Jobs are good and life's and, sweet. And there's always Just Eat. <laughs> <laughs> 
as well, so you don't ever have to go out. <laughs> you know, you love your good telly, but when you do go out, you're great with other people. Um, you know, we like being social. Poor old Nicholas, literally sitting there going, ah, yeah, you're wasting my time, get me home. That's a rubbish attitude. Yeah, it is pretty shit, it Nicholas, is, to be is. fair. Yeah, yeah. 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 You need to give in order to receive love of others. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Come on, Nicholas. Pull your finger out. I mean, Kingy going out tomorrow night. Not sure where, are we? Well, uh, yeah, no, we're definitely going out, though. I'll look yeah. forward to that. Well, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> it's me and well, you, innit? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what we do. <laughs> we're doing a photo shoot, so we'll be groomed and everything. We'll be the two blades around town tomorrow. <laughs> I, I bet you when I call you about nine o'clock, so I'll be downstairs and Dave's going, well, I'm just upstairs with the dome, back down in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've checked. I don't think they've got Sky. Oh, <laughs> what? <that's it. laughs> oh, I know. I know, that's why I'll have to go out. Oh, no, I'm looking forward, really looking forward to going out. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you down Park Lane, mate. woo yes. Annabelle's Mayfair, yeah. yeah, Mayfair. Yeah. Whoa. One Whoa. of those bars in Mayfair where you know you're not yeah. allowed in. Yeah, <laughs> not allowed in yet. You two, you, you two there. So off with you. <laughs> we've been to a couple. We've been to a couple of those places where the paparazzi are outside, and it's great that the, they see us coming. They'll nudge. They'll nudge. They'll bring the cameras up and decide we're not worth photographing. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do as well. We and Dave are looking at each other, puckering up, and that, and they're going, ah, nah, it's only the lads. No. It's like, oh. <laughs> so, uh, do you want us to take your photo? Yeah, all right, then. Yeah. So we take their picture. I think you need to be in a very small crop top nowadays if you're going to get your photo done. Well, that can be arranged. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be pretty, but it'll be there. If you could not this week. This week's the big book week. We could do without naked shots. Oh, why? The new book's out. Well, no, I don't know. We look all right, actually. You know, we're quite, quite healthy. And it's a healthy book. And say to Nicholas, getting out, sunshine, exercise is one of the key cornerstones of health. And that's what my doctor said to me last week as well. Get your ass out and stop watching telly. Sunshine <laughs> and exercise. There you go. There you go, Nicholas. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two opposing views, Nicholas. No, Decide which one that you not, would like to go with. I'm in wholehearted agreement. Depending on which doctors. day it is, that's absolutely fine. Uh, but Kingy's week on, week off sounds like a good thing. Also sounds like a pretty good idea for a gratuitous book plug. Uh, so, um, yes, the uh, the new book is out uh, on Friday. If you're listening to this on the week of transmission, the day that the podcast comes out, there's also the brand new Eat Well Every Day, Harry oh, Dieter's book. Well done, book. Dave, yes. yes yeah. Man. There's Dave holding it up there. Uh, some highlights from the book. Would you like to uh, sign, Dave? Just give us a couple of um, couple of your faves. Oh, sauerkraut and meatballs. Yeah. Because everybody knows sauerkraut, and this is homemade sauerkraut. It's dead quick. It makes you feel good, sauerkraut. It's good for your gut and everything. But then meatballs. Who doesn't love meatballs? So, you, you know, it's it's a winner, that one. The kofta so as well. That's a winner yeah. as well, dude, isn't it? Yeah, nice. Yeah, Ooh. that's the one we cooked this week on this morning. That yes. is nice to cook co coughed with the couscous. I'm going to make my own kimchi. That's the one I like, and I want to give my own kimchi a go. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that, keep the family regular. <laughs> <laughs> All of those uh, essential oils that you put uh, put you know in your burner to make 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 the house smell better. You're going to need more of that if you're going to make your own kimchi. <laughs> and you know, with with an air on kind of some some sort of budget, the chicken liver pasta is beautiful. Don't mm. go. Bleh! liver chicken livers are lovely soft oh. and nice but the chicken liver pasta it's really traditional and it's super tasty it is super tasty very very nice well if you would like to get this and many other recipes online now go to theherrybikers.com and find out how to get your copy and while you're doing that we're going to take a short break 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk, don't get drunk, just send an email to the agony uncles. Okay, welcome back to the agony uncles. Our next problem is called a teenage tantrum. We need two female names, one of them preferably a teenage girl's name. Um, if there is such a thing, uh, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. Can I have a name each, please? Siobhan. Siobhan. Uh, Ria. Siobhan and Rhea. This comes from Rhea, who says, Dear Hairy Uncles and Princess Tash, I have enjoyed listening to your podcast since it started, especially the problems about teenagers, as my daughter has also been abducted by aliens and replaced with one that looks like her, but has the personality of the child from The Exorcist. She is 15 years old. Oh, God. My husband and I have booked for our 20th wedding anniversary to go away to Prague for a long weekend. My daughter and her younger brother are going to my parents, who live in a lovely remote village in Wales. <laughs> now, my, now, my daughter used to love going there. Mum and Dad keep sheep. They used to help with the lambs. But the new version of my daughter has announced that she isn't going to Nan and Grandad's because they don't have internet. Well, they do. They can send emails, but it won't work for things like social media and videos. I explained to my daughter that it's her dad and mine's special anniversary. I'm sure she can live without the internet for four days. But she then exploded and said, life's not all about what you want, you know, and maintains that she isn't going and that I'm the worst parent in the world. Should I give in and ask mum and dad to come to our house or stick to my guns? Over to you. Absolutely not. You should not give in. There are there are boundaries and parameters oh. um, and she should go. Um, end of story. No negotiation. Nothing. Just shut your face. You're going to your grandma and granddad's and you'll do as you're told yeah. until you're old enough to not. And also pay your own internet fees as well. Yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. that in my house last night, actually. Stepdaughter and boyfriend were there, and, and, and my wife. They were all there on the phones. I'm sitting there like, you know, hello. And I said, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a bloody internet cafe here. And of course, then they looked up and said, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, ah. yeah, I just went to bed and left them but, yeah. you know we never see one another but we, when you do they're just sitting there on the phone Yeah. do you know what I realised the other day is that I've got obviously two teenagers and a nine year old and all of us as adults the four of us my, you know me and my husband and the two teenagers we've all got devices I also work from home obviously so we're constantly on screens and I fully used to forgot that my nine year old has not got a screen he doesn't have a phone yet or anything like that he can watch TV of course but he's in a room constantly where we are checking something else. We're in touch with another world, always. We're in touch with everyone else's lives. Mm. He only lives in a world with our, uh, four of us in a room. And if the four of us are not actually connected to him, I suddenly my heart was sort of breaking going, it's not that we all sat there, all four of us on our phones, but you know, we are constantly looking at it, looking something up, bit of information, somebody rings, a bit of work comes in. And he, he hasn't, he's only got us. And I felt so guilty to realize that we are his world totally and he hasn't got anybody else and he relies on us and we're not actually 
plugged into him. That makes well, it's so about bad. it's about being present, isn't it? And that's mm. the hard thing. Um, yeah. Uh, when 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 you are doing that, because there's a conditioning process of of that, you you know, and my God, it it it's which is even more reason why. Um, your fifteen-year-old daughter should Ria should be packed off to 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 grandma and granddad's, and it's lambing season, so she can get her she can get her right arm a bit wet as well. So um, yeah. I also think massively that a yes, you definitely should go. Do not give in. I think it's it's a fact. They are all plugged into their Wi-Fi. It is their world. It is their social life. It you know we can't deny that, and they will when they're not a part of it feel bereft and depressed that they're missing out. It's a fact. I bet you a million dollars she'll go for those few days and have a great time. Actually secretly quite enjoy being unplugged from the internet for a while. She'll actually will enjoy being in the fresh air and she might not admit it, but I bet you a million dollars she'll think underneath that's great. Yeah, and grandparents as well. Because, yeah. you know, they, they can, the parents have to, they're, they're, they're the kicking boards, aren't they, the parents? Well, grandparents can take it or leave it, really. Yeah. You know, you're unreasonable. Well, you've got to be somewhere else to be unreasonable. You know, you can be a bit bolder. Um, I bet they're not to their grandparents. I bet they're lovely. No, no. And I think this, that it's it, it's very important to make sure that there is a balance mm. because the easiest thing to do is let your kids sit in front of you, let them sit them in front of a screen or or all of that. But there is a level of socialisation that needs to happen within that that that, that yeah. comes across all sorts of things. Comes across uh, manners at, at, at dinner. Uh, comes across social interaction and conversation with with people that are older than you and younger than you. That it's that, you know, socialization is the glue that keeps human beings together and talking and conversing. And ah, uh, yeah, it's it, it's about balance. So she should definitely go and do yeah. not under any circumstances give in. I was in an Italian restaurant in London, quite a nice nice one, like a Notting Hilly one, uh, not so long ago. And I was horrified. The food was great. It was a proper Italian trattoria. Anyway, the couple at the next table, obviously very well to do. They had um, just about a bit, bit bigger than high chair, maybe four years old. And the child had an iPad on the stand with cartoons and headphones on. No, so I so they, you know, so the parents are saying we've all gone out for for pasta, we've all gone out for dinner. That's not going out for dinner. I, but I just thought that this that it was just it was horrible, actually. That this kid was just neutered and plugged away, yeah. and not learning anything about how one was how fortunate he was to go out and eat, you know, with his mum and dad. So they kind of got a third of the way there, but but stopped at the last hurdle, really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's my one thing I've always stood by, is we go out for a meal at a restaurant, devices don't come out. Kids, I've never put my kids quiet in a corner for that reason at any restaurant. It's just, they've got to have to make conversation. If they're bored, they sit there and they sit quietly and they listen or they make conversation. And usually we have lovely conversation. You know, mm. it's, uh, I, I agree totally with that. I can always turn the router, router off or the router as it's called. Yeah. yeah. Just turn it off for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, don't know, something's gone wrong. See how they cope then. <laughs> well, good advice all. I heard a great story, actually, this uh, last week of somebody who had, uh, a lady who had booked tickets to go to the theatre for her, herself, her husband and her teenage son. And her teenage son had a tantrum and didn't want to go, didn't want to go, wasn't going. So they went without him. And, and on the seats, uh, there are three seats, so uh, mm. she sat there. Her husband sat there, and then on the seat that was empty, that should have been there for the son, they'd taken the router with them, and they put the router on the seat. 
Yes. That is brilliant. Oh, I Which I brilliant. thought was nice. And the teenage son really obviously then didn't win. Uh, so advice <laughs> advice for Rhea then for Siobhan. So should uh, she make Siobhan go to Grandma and Grandad's uh, posh tash? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Uncle Si? Absolutely. Uh, Uncle Dave? Yes, and I think they'll all enjoy themselves, actually. But they won't know it yet. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony, uncles, a line. Okay, it's time to head over to Confidential Corner. Mm-hmm. Uncle Si. <laughs> do, 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 do. He's right in there. And uh, we need one male and one female name, please. So Uncle Si, a male name, and Uncle Dave, a female name, please. Uh, Gregory. Uh, Gregory. And Glenda. Uh, Gregory writes, Dear Agonies, please have... I'm dating a lady called Glenda. You are now the Agonies. I'm dating a lady called Glenda who's lovely and funny and all good things. We're having a lovely time in our sexy time too. Uh, during one of these times, though, her phone rang. We were mid-flow, so to speak. She picked her phone up to cancel the call I expected, but instead she answered it. It was her mum. On FaceTime. But like that wasn't bad enough, Glenda said to her mum on speakerphone, Oh, hi, mum. I'm just having sex. Her mum said, Ooh, lovely, darling. Let's see him. Glenda then turned the phone to point at me. This was the first time I have ever met her mum. They then had a giggle about it like hyenas, and she hung up. Afterwards, I couldn't continue. Glenda got annoyed. I told her what she did was weird. But she said I was too uptight and needed to loosen up. Do I? Is it me who's weird here? Help. Over to you. I think Glenda sounds great. She sounds a right laugh. <laughs> she's, she's like, yeah, I mean, like, there is that, like, I, I, but, I, I mean, if you're not expecting it and, you know, if you've got your old chap in the air and you're thinking, hold on a minute. I've just oh, no, I'm sure I'm sure Glenda never put the picture on his wanger or anything. No, no, no. no <laughs> you say hello to mum, eh? Hello, say hello to me, ma'am. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I don't think Glenda would, of course, but still, it, it it's, you know, you're in that space, aren't you? It, it, I mean, it's a bit odd, in my view, but... Um, I mean, they sound like a laugh. <laughs> yeah, she sounds great, yeah. Her mother sounds a laugh too. Yeah. Well, that's another story entirely. I mean, that could go, that could go anywhere. Oh, good Lord. Yes, anyway. I'm outraged by it. Outraged. I mean, it's if, if he'd met her before and he knew mum had a sense of humour and he knew it was quite amusing, but first time meeting mum, yeah. you're alarmed and that's wrong. She's really cruel. Also, she's just too distracted. The sex can't have been good enough. If the phone rings and sex is good, you don't pick up at all, no matter who it is. Oh, I think she must be just having a laugh. Say hello to me, mother. Just, you know, it's like a bit of a prank, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Cy looks genuinely horrified. I, 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 yeah, actually, it's all sinking in. <laughs> no, these two love it because they're going oh two women looking at me at the same time while i've got my bits out in bed they're both going oh ladies ladies whereas i'm going no that is totally mean oh dear it is i can see how you tash to be fair i can see how it it, it could be construed as being very very mean and 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 very well forthright shall we say um uh, but if you have that sort of kind of quite liberal laid back attitude around sex, which to be fair, you know, we're, we're, in the UK we are conservative by very by, with a small c by very nature uh, of our uh, of our character. 
Um, I could see, uh, yeah, why you'd be horrified. Mum wasn't horrified. Mum thought it was dead funny. Imagine if Lil had done that with the Transylvanian in-laws. That <laughs> would have gone, wouldn't have gone down well. No, you know, no. I'd, I'd, you know, to speak to my mother and my dad. You know, she's there in a black headscarf in northern Transylvania, and, and her father would have killed me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he'd be, he'd be there polishing polishing an axe. <laughs> <laughs> My husband didn't do too well when he first met my mother, actually, first meeting, which wasn't in bed. It wasn't a formal, nice lunch, invited on a Sunday. He called her Quasimodo, uh, which, there were, there, which I was like, brilliant, brilliant. That went down well. And actually, we now sign all cards, Quasi. She's called Quasi um, because of that meeting. But it took guts for him to say that, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, if you, if you actually tell the story, it's actually flattering in its sweet way because we were still dating. We weren't engaged or anything. And he was thinking of quasi-mother-in-law. And instead he went, uh, hey, Quasimodo, and then he told the story, but you kind of go, oh, it's a ballsy step, isn't it? Going in with Quasimodo first before you've explained why you said it. It sounds like he's trying to intellectualise an insult. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> him all over. Um, um, no, it's um, Quasi, um, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Well, yeah. yeah, that's all I meant, that's all I meant. <laughs> yeah. Nothing and about I your appearance when you look like Charles Lawton. No, I, did. I, ha I had said to him before we walked in as well, don't mention the hunchback, so. <laughs> oh Mum is very beautiful, very beautiful. Or the rags, yes. <laughs> yes, or the propensity to lie on her back and kick bells with her feet. <laughs> Can so we have a picture of your mother now for the... Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah it's got it. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Barry will get one and put it up, don't worry. Yes. So, uh, um, Gregory. Uh, Gregory, Gregory, is Gregory weird here or is uh, he being uptight? Uh, let's go, Uncle Dave. I think it's the most unusual behaviour and I think <laughs> it depends on how jolly Glenda is and what Glenda's purpose. If she was just having a laugh and she was naughty and wanted to, like, give him a, oh, no, you know, that kind of moment, then I, I could kind of see it funny. It depends how discreetly she was. Uh, well, oh, I don't know, really. It's not something you do, really, is it? Well, I mean, no. does, again, you, you know, you wouldn't answer your phone, would you? Not while exactly. you're on the job. Uh, Uncle Ty. Yeah, I think it's a bit weird. Uh, but I th maybe it's just, you know, maybe you can just come to a come to a, a compromise whereby that he needs to chill out a little bit and have and just go, that was mad. Please, for goodness sake, don't do that Never again. Never do that again. Because, <laughs> um, honestly, I felt kind of slightly uncomfortable can you see why um and uh you know and then uh and then uh try and um take some notes from the karma sutra or somewhere like that because clearly he's not doing it right <laughs> and poster i'm on his side i imagine that was really awkward but actually i'd be secretly flattered that she wanted to show you off to her mum very good advice Excellent. But there's a time and place for that. Yes, <laughs> particularly yeah. some like maybe over the breakfast table or <laughs> uh, when you're out for lunch, fully clothed without your out cup of tea, cup of tea, cup of tea and a bourbon cream. You know, something like that. Tough, yeah. If, if your life's in a mess, mess then the email address is the agony uncles at the hairy bikes dot co dot uk. Yeah. Well, another edition of the agony uncles has zipped by, and here we are at the end of another podcast. Thanks so much for writing in and sending in your troubles. Yes, but if you haven't already done it yet, email us, go on, let us help you out. It's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Then make sure you follow or subscribe so you don't miss any new ones when they come out. 
because you wouldn't want to do that now, would you? So until next week, it's goodbye from Tash, Tash, and from Mr. Jeeves, and from us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.